This your boy, Savon, checking in with the Living Room Podcast. And I got a brand new episode for y'all, the people, for the culture. And I got a special guest here with me today. He's an R&B soul singer, and he's a songwriter for legends like Chris Brown, Usher, and plenty more. Give it up for Gene Noble, man. And we chopped it up on a lot of things, man. And I want y'all to just check in and see what we had to talk about, all right? Thank you. This is another episode of the Living Room Podcast. Man, I got the R&B soul artist, man. Gene Noble checking in with me here, man. I appreciate you checking in with me here at the Living Room. Hey, man. appreciate you having me. Thanks for having me, bro. No problem, man. It's, it's been a, a long-going thing of me trying to get you on here, man. I'm a fan of your music, big time. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Glad we made it happen. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, tell me about, you, you gonna start back up touring. I already see you've been doing shows and stuff, and I I've been peeping, man. Like, what, what's going on with the new tour? Is, is there anything as far as info you could drop right now? Yeah, we're trying to fill it out. Like, I think we're slowly trying to figure out what, what coming back to touring looks like. So we're just kind of feeling out, like, the social distancing and the mask and, and the testing and all that stuff. Uh, but it's slowly coming back. So I'm optimistic about, like, the latter part of this year and then the start of next year really getting on the road heavy. Yeah, because, like, I listen to your music, man. That matching tattoos, man. First time I heard that record, it was on a uh, Sirius Radio, and they play it like in rotation all yeah, the man. time on Sirius Radio. Yeah, and man. you know, it didn't dawn on me this is the same guy that I heard back when I was in college. Yeah, you know, yeah. because it's like um, I have this conversation with many R&B artists I had the opportunity to speak with, and it's like R&B is not celebrated the same way as it was in the past. So. Right. You know, you can hear of a person and they, you know, and then if they go on and do their own thing and reinvent themselves, it's kind of like the culture kind of sees it as they're not relevant anymore right. or or anything like that. And then we popped right. up, I was like, who's this guy singing this song? It sounds like a mix of, you know, no no disrespect or, you know, if you, if you find this as being honorable of like an Anthony Hamilton mix with, you know, it's like that soul type thing. I was like, who's this guy? And then, you know, I looked it up. And it's huge, you know. But I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is the same when I had the EP in the yeah, past," because you had a you had a record on there that I like uh, a yeah, lot. Um, the All I Give an F About, you know. Oh yeah, 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 man. Yeah, so I'm familiar with that, and um, I didn't. It didn't even dawn on me it was the same person, man. So you know, yeah, big man. ups to everything you got going, and you know, Thanks, I just want to get into a little bit of um, you know, your your upbringing through music, because you know, my viewers may not know you know much about um your your background in music and everything sure. so if you, if you don't mind i want to get into a little bit of how you got started into the music industry sure uh well i'm from new york i'm a singer songwriter i grew up in the church my mom is an amazing singer i used to uh listen to her sing all the time and i would kind of pick things up and she was really the first person who kind of like um taught me how to sing and then um you know uh as i got older i started to venture out and perform at different things uh there was specifically uh, the open mic circuit in New York, a spot called Village Underground. I used to sing at all the time. And that's really basically where I kind of got my start, um, you know, songwriting and um, and touring with other artists doing backgrounds. And um, after several different uh, attempts or, or shots at like doing my solo thing, you know, I kind of found a niche like doing backs and writing. So I kind of was doing that for a while. And then... Um, and then I was like, I just loved, I wanted to put the material that I had out. Like, you know, the songs were important to me. And I knew that, um, you know, the way I delivered them, that I wanted it to be delivered that way to the world. So that's how, that's where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And, you know, 
some people who are not familiar with the the EP back then are more familiar with your more recent singles, yeah. like Champagne Jack and um, yeah. you know, Matching Tattoos. Yeah. And you know, you you they you know they title you as a new artist, but you've been around for a long time, brother. Yeah. And, um, you know, what took you from, you know, that in between period of you being uh, doing that EP up till now? What was going on in that in between period musically? A lot, man. I was writing. I was touring. Uh, I, I started touring with Usher just after that, and I was with Usher for a few years. And then I was working on uh, an album with uh, Shaggy and Sting, uh, and which came out and did really well. And I still tour with Sting. Um, you know, I was, you know, living, growing up, finding my voice as an artist, because I think um, for me, what's always been uh, kind of the thing is just to find a balance between, uh, like, I guess, my singing voice and my writing voice, you know what I'm saying? And um, this is a this is the first time that I feel strongly that neither is overpowering the other. It's like a perfect balance and it's the vibe that I wanna give. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, the thing I like about your music is like, when I listen to it, whatever emotion that you probably felt with writing that record is the emotion I, I hear conveyed through the music. Like when I hear exactly. matching tattoos, I'm like, I feel them like like this is that record or when I hear yeah. all I give an F about or even the visual part of it like I love the visual that you have for Champagne Jack you Thank know you. and it's just it, it feels refreshing when I hear it and then um seeing the visuals of your live shows I know we've been in the pandemic I haven't got the the opportunity to be able to see you live but you know yeah. I, I see it on your on your Instagram and you know online and everything it's like you have a very great live show presence man Thanks, and, man. You know, you have the opportunity to, you know, to tour with greats and write for greats. Can we get into, you know, how did that tour come about with Shaggy and Sting? Um, I've known Shaggy for a long time. I've worked with Shaggy. Uh, actually, I had a song with Shaggy and Pitbull called Only Love, which, um, you know, I, he kept me on the hook on. So that was like my first introduction to, to mainstream pop radio was Only Love with Shaggy and Pitbull. And we got to do like the Latin American Music Awards and a whole bunch of other stuff. I did, um, we did the, um, the iHeart uh, Radio Music Festival, like all stuff like that, which, you know, obviously I had done a few times. I had done it with Usher and I'd done it with Chris. And, um, but it was so crazy, like doing it for my, you know, on my own or whatever. So like me and Shaggy have had a really good uh, working relationship for a long time. And he's kind of like a big bro and a mentor to me in the industry. So when he had this song with him and Sting, that evolved into uh, an album with the two of them. And then that album evolved into me touring with Sting as well. So, yeah. Yeah, and you know, you have a lot of writing credits for big artists that we know of today as yeah. well. You're a pin behind it. So that's that's very interesting as yeah, well. Can you, can you give me, you know, a little bit of a rundown of who you've had the opportunity to write with and work with? Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I've worked with Faith Evans and Chris Brown and Jason Derulo and obviously Shaggy and Sting and uh, The Wanted, which is like a you know, group in the UK. Like uh, I've done a bunch of like uh, dance type records. I've done a bunch of stuff. I, I've paid my dues, man. I've been everywhere. I've toured with everybody. I've like, I've done it all. And really um, kind of just trying to find and navigate my way to, to, to my own thing, you know? So I'm, I'm glad to finally be here. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, what I noticed, you know, what we've seen in the past, there's artists that may have wrote for others and respectfully so doesn't get the big name as them. So they, they grow into these disgruntled artists that wants their credit for it. And for you, you have such 
humility, you know, the way you speak about, you know, who you have written for as far as this conversation as it goes and everything, I find a big ups to it because you're, you're humble and you speak about it and you're, you know, you're, you're still expressing your art and it doesn't feel like you have that chip on your shoulder at all. It's like you no. use it and you, you keep it going for what you want to do. You know, I've been really fortunate to uh, be able to, for me, it was always about being able to sing and write and perform and do music and tour the world and see the world, you know, and I've been able to do that. So I, I have no regrets. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's even crazier that I was able to have this incredible touring career with all these other artists and experience and learn, you know, what I want to do or not do um, over the years and then be able to transfer that into a whole new career. Like, that's what's incredible is now, like... Uh, people are discovering my music and now I'm starting to do sold out shows as a solo artist whereas that was you know what I did with behind other people so it's kind of like a re a, like a whole new career starting now which is is incredible I, cu I couldn't ask for nothing more than that than to be able to like reinvent to what I actually wanted to do having learned from everybody and be able to draw on that you know yeah because you know you know reading the background of you and you know Coming, you coming into music and everything, even from your name, your name has uh, a very great meaning to it. Can you can you speak about that? Sure. Uh, well, Gene is short for Eugene, which is my middle name, but also I share a name with my father and my grandfather. So uh, my my artist name, Gene Noble, just comes from me having lived longer than my dad and wanting to do something to honor him. So I started to go by Gene, which is what my dad uh, was always called. And um, so, yeah, so that's what it really what it is. And noble means, Gene means noble. So, yeah. And, yeah, you know, my dad died in the military doing something noble. It was, so that's the whole name thing. And every time we hear your name and we hear these records, these feel good records, it's, it's an honor and old to him. So big ups, man. Definitely, yeah. man. I, I love what you're doing. Um, and you, you have new music you're working on, of course. I got album. new music. I got new music. And my music comes out next month. I'm super hyped. <laughs> June, finally, my new EP comes out. You know, I know. Thank you for, I appreciate you rocking with Rebirth of Gene all that time. But, yeah. uh, you know, now it's time for some new music. So uh, next month it comes out. I'm so excited. I've been working my my butt off to try to, <laughs> to try to get it uh get it out and get it done correctly and um we're super hype i just shot some new music videos we're gonna have a whole bunch of content a whole bunch of videos and the best part about it is that this is just the start of it like i am now going to just blitz i'm just going to continue putting music out so we'll have many more conversations and there'll be much more songs to talk about yeah and i'm i'm looking forward to the new music man but like i just shared the uh like the YouTube audio of uh, matching tattoos on my page, uh, on my Facebook page, and it's oh, like no. it's amazing. Like people, I'm, I'm able to put people on this new music. I'm like, hey, yeah. who, who's yeah. this artist? How long you been? I'm like, man, you just all right. Now let me go back and put you on a rebirth of Gene Noble EP yeah. and stuff like that. So it's cool to be able to share it with people, and you know they're they're hearing the sound. You know, I you, you know from people I speak to, you get a lot of comparisons to like um, Anthony Hamilton. Okay, yeah, cool. Interesting. Do, is, is there any artist in particular who you draw inspiration from? Yeah, I mean, I, I draw inspiration from a lot of artists, but um, I think I think people who listen to me, you know, they definitely hear D'Angelo music, Soul Child, Bilal, things like that, you know, uh, Eric Benet, like kind of uh, more baritone type voices that have strong falsetto. So that's kind of my vibes and obviously more soulful like keys type stuff. So 
Um, I know that that's the obvious stuff, but I listened I listened to and came up with a lot of like Prince and Sarah Vaughn and a lot of gospel singers, Daryl Coley, Melanie Daniels, like. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of a mix of all those things uh, put together. Um, and, and honestly, I'm sure that I draw on the inspiration of a lot of the artists that I've toured with, you know, I because, you know, the the key to being really good at, at backgrounds is being able to mimic or, or create their voice. So that's something that, again, was a challenge when it's when it came to coming to find my place, my own voice as an artist. But um, it was it was great as far as like knowing what worked or studying what worked, you know. Yeah, because I definitely, I can definitely see how you draw the inspiration of D'Angelo. D'Angelo is a great, he's a gold. And it's just like, I still, you know, I could see how you could be these comparisons, but to, to me, I put you in a box all by yourself, man. Like, yeah, I feel like you're in a lane all by yourself uh, as far as the creativity of music because um, it's so honest to me. You know, when I when I hear records like Matching Tattoos, all I give a F about it you know, Champagne Jack and the visual and the, yeah. the words and the lyrics and the music. It's just like, it, it's just so, it's, it's on, it's, it's, it takes me back to R&B feeling of R&B artists being vulnerable with their music yes. and, you know, how they feel at that exact moment. And I feel like that's missing from a lot of R&B now, you know, a lot of R&B is really more so of a, a hip hop route, which, you, you know, you know, the business, you know, how, you know, how you want to contribute, how people want to contribute to the masses, but, you keep it so raw and authentic with your music and it's, it's, it's very refreshing man thanks man yeah i mean i think i think there was a, a little second there when really uh rap had become more emotional than r&b and rap had become mm -hmm. more vulnerable than r&b led by people like drake and you know a lot of like the the kind of young emo kind of rappers like you know juice world and stuff like that mm -hmm. they were more so pouring their souls out and we were kind of more trying to like you know prove ourselves to be a little harder so that we can get you know take some of the rap crowd which you know is not really our job right our job is completely to be vulnerable our job is completely to let it all hang out and to say the words that people can't say or you know express the emotions that we we can't feel you know what i mean we don't feel comfortable to feel because you know when i was coming up that's what those songs did for me like when i couldn't say whatever i could put that record on and it was like those are the words i want to say but I'm gonna just send you this song because I can't say that. So, you know, um, and so I think that's what I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be what uh, I used to need when I was younger, you know what I mean? Like those songs to put on or that that therapy, you know? And you know, the thing that I hate about critics of uh, black music, man, for so, so much more is they're calling it black music, it's music. And I feel like um, another thing about it is we shouldn't have to be able to put our artists in a box that they're doing this and do that. You should be able to go venture over the hip hop side if you want to, and venture over to the rock and roll side if you Absolutely. want to, and jazz if you want to, and whatever else you want to do. Because at the end of the day, it's it's your point of view of artistic expression, and as well as um, we're, black people's inventor all music, man. There's, <laughs> you know, they hear that oh, you're crossing yes. over and stuff like that. I mean, this came from the roots yeah, of all box, of man. Yeah, of course. So. Course. You know, you guys as artists should be able to do whatever it is that y'all want and it be received just as well as what they know you off your bread and butter being, you know? I think so, well, I think we're in a unique position now with like the ability to to upload music ourselves and put our music out ourselves and you know, it's just as easy for somebody who, you know, is at their house with a you know, 
Rebirth of Gene, the first EP that I did, I did on the laptop that I'm talking to you on right now, you know, oh, and um, it is not, uh, it wasn't in a big studio, it wasn't with a big situation, it was my little $150 mic and me pushing record and that's how my first EP came about, you know, and, um, and some of the producers that are on there, I never met, like we just exchanged um, beats and stuff over the internet. So still to this day, there's people that were on that project that I have never met in person, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think the game is changing, you know? We're allowed to, con we're able to connect with people from wherever that are like-minded and we're able to create things in that way now. And I think everybody can find their voice, you know what I mean? Like, cause, cause it takes nothing these days for um, just somebody to hear you. And now you you go, you know, viral and it's a whole thing so i think the thing to do is not get discouraged and not accept uh you know oh your music is this or that don't accept that from anybody because at the end of the day there is nobody that i know that has one type of music in their ipad or whatever you know what i mean like everybody listens to different genres and um i think it's it's ridiculous to think otherwise you know yeah, and the dope thing, you have, you have a background with you, you know, taking up poetry as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the crazy thing is before I, before I started to write songs, I thought I was just going to write and be a poet and stuff like that. But then the piano came and then the singing kind of came a little later and then it just became a thing. But yeah, um, I just like writing. I'm, a, I'm always a writing something, you know what I mean? I'm writing stories, I'm writing you know, books, I'm writing, everything, I'm always writing, so it's it's always been a thing for me, therapy, you know. That's real dope, and I know you um, you, you work with a lot, you pinned a lot for people, um, do you have like any dream collaborations you would like to, you know, speak into so the, many. to existence? So many, but I'll give you a few, um, I would love to, um, I'm, I would love to do something with Alex Isley, that's really important, so um, I've wanted to do something with her for a while with friends, um, and so stay tuned and all that stuff. Yeah, we're gonna do something. Uh, I'm gonna do something with Duran Bernard. We started working on something. Um, and in addition to that, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, I would love to do something with. The last album was dope. I would love to do something with Snow Allegra, uh, Janae Aiko, you know. Um, so many, so many more people, so many more people like this. It's a whole lot of people I wanna collab with, but I believe that that's about to start now, so. Yeah, yeah, that's that's dope. Um, nice, nice lineup of people we like to work with. I know it's probably many, you know. I know, so many, you know, so many. I could have went on forever. <laughs> yeah, because if I go on the list of people I want to interview, I can. It's, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it keeps going. Absolutely. But I knew I, I had to make a real big effort to, to, you know, to interview you, man, because you know I like the music and I feel like you, you bring that fresh sound that I, I love, man. And it, it's really dope stuff. And I hope you know sometime in the future I can be able to catch you live to be able to see you do it live, you know. It's nothing until then. Until then, it's, you know, you can't really, you ain't seen it until you see it live. For, for exactly. Real. <laughs> it's, it's totally yeah. different vibe. It's totally yeah, different totally. vibe. Totally. And, you know, um, you know, the new the new project that you have coming out soon, do you, you have a title you want to put out to the people or that's still under wraps right now? I don't know if I could say that yet. I think okay. I think it's going to be a reveal, but like in, in, in two weeks, there'll be a, a big reveal of what the title Google is. Out. Okay. Uh, yeah, so like a week or two. Yeah, it's almost um, coming up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look forward to that. I'm gonna look yeah, forward to yeah. that because you know I want to hear that, hear the new music, man. I I still be bumping uh Master Tattoos or whatever. I'm in the, oh. the satellite radio, or whatever. They still play it. I still hear it. Yeah, it, it yeah comes absolutely. On. It's been it's been crazy that record. It's 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 really taken on a life of its own. Yeah. And, um, the crazy thing is that that was kind of like 
not on the list of the the key songs for me to put out. It was kind of uh, lower. It was lower down the list. So it's, it's crazy that we started there thinking, well, it'll just get to be a warm up because of the pandemic and everything like that. And then it just was like, you know, top twenty Billboard. I was like, okay, well, I guess <laughs> I guess it's gonna be all right. <laughs> oh man. That's crazy if that would have never came out, too, because that's such a great song. You, yeah, you know what you're saying? Yeah. It was, so it now makes me look forward to what the future stuff is going to be if that's what you said was on the you know the bottom list of stuff. So that's, <laughs> that's real dope, yeah, too. Man. <laughs> yeah, um, man. Come on. With, with your time of being in the industry, man, you got, you got a great story you could share with me, man, about your experience throughout this whole time you know, in music, in the, in the mm. industry? Let me see. Uh, a great story. Um, man, I probably have more stories than uh, a lot of people just because it's, you know, I've worked with so many people. But um, let me think. What's a cool story? I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I, I've been, I've performed for uh, like this festival in Japan. It's called Summer Sonic. And it's just like ridiculous amount of people. I don't even know, like a hundred thousand people. And like, you know, it's so loud that, you know, you have any monitors in, but you can't really like, there's no, you can't hear anything. Cause all you hear is screaming, right? And I was doing this show, uh, it's when I toured with um, Lincoln Park, Fort Minor. And they, uh, it was ridiculous, the amount of people that were there. And I just remember um, just the energy of that, the moment. And, and you have this energy coming off you from people like jumping and screaming and it's like, people as far as your eye can see and uh you can't hear anything so you just go for what you know because there's no way that you can like sing sing the parts the right way but i just remember like that moment and being like wow like i actually this is what i do for a living you know what i mean and um so many moments like that where you just kind of get caught in the like oh wow like you know i mean last year well i guess almost two years ago now um i was at performed at the Grammys for a Prince tribute, which for me was such so huge because I'm a big Prince fan. So I performed for the Prince tribute at the Grammys with Sheila E. and Usher. And that also happened to be the day that Kobe passed. And mm -hmm. so, you know, to be standing on, you know, at Staples Center in the house of Kobe, you know, on stage, uh, looking up at his jersey to, and when he, you know, getting the news that he passed while we're literally sound checking, for the Grammys to honor Prince. It was like a really super surreal moment. Like, and I think, um, yeah, my time here has been filled with all kinds of moments like that, you know? So, um, and they're the kinds of things that really like, I couldn't have done if I just had a solo career. You know what I mean? Because I've been able to be a part of everybody else's highlights. So, you know, now I can have my own highlights, but, uh, you know, as one person, you only have your highlights, you know what I'm saying? Right. So if you get to join everybody else's highlights, it kind of gives you a different perspective. Yeah, definitely. How, how is, um, how do you feel is the difference of the music being received in the States versus international? Hmm. Uh, I think that there's still a little bit more, um, there's still a little bit more, I guess, appreciation for high level, like musicianship to me, uh, over there, over, over sometimes the, the fluff and the like, 
you know what I mean, the gimmicks and stuff like that. Sometimes we get a little bit gimmicky here, I think. Even though I think the world is slowly all becoming gimmicky, but uh, I think we get a little bit more caught up in the, the gimmicks and, and people try to, here more so, will try to tell you that, uh, you know, certain types of music or certain types of things wouldn't be successful. Like, for instance, I've had some very successful executives tell me, even after, you know, Adele became like the biggest artist in the world, that they would have never signed Adele and it doesn't matter what song she brought in, they would have never signed that girl to do those songs and they wouldn't have put the right money behind it or any of those things in America. And and this is somebody who's had a, a whole lot of successes, you know? Uh, and so that kind of is, I guess, an example of what I'm saying, you know, is yeah. that we kind of still are like, I don't care what this record sounds like, does the other stuff, is the other stuff gonna, you know, add up? And sometimes it's things that are intangible that people don't understand. Like I. I, for instance, am a, a live performer. So, you know, that's the intangible that people don't get sometimes that the live performance is what sometimes can drive people to the music. And and so, you know, that's still something that people should focus on. Yeah, definitely understand that. Man. Hey man, big ups to you and the, and the future projects, the touring and, and everything else you got going for you, man. I love what you got out so far, even the past stuff. And I, I'm just very, very uh, looking forward to, you know, everything else, man, that, that comes your way, man. I, I wish you hey, all man. the success. Thank you. And I appreciate you for chopping it up with me, man. Is there anything you want to get out here to the people while I'm speaking to you? Absolutely. My music is on all platforms. The project comes out next month in June. Follow me at I am Gene Noble. There'll be a whole bunch more content. And definitely look out for shows because we are looking forward to getting back on the road. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me. No uh, and success to you as well. No problem. Appreciate it. You know, I'm following you, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm staying up to everything you hey, got. And I'm looking for that, that the release of, you know, the new project and the title that you're dropping. I'm going to be able to look out for Yeah, that. yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thank Give us a couple weeks. Couple 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 All right, man. Be safe. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate All you. Right. Another one in the books. I appreciate y'all for checking in with me here at the Living Room Podcast. And I'll keep the content coming for you, the people, for the culture. Special shout out to Gene Noble. Y'all go follow him on IG at Noble to see what he's cooking up. And y'all follow me on IG as well at Jashad904. That's J-A-S-H-A-A-D-904. And y'all be on the lookout for new content I got coming, all right? Because I will keep it coming for y'all, man. And uh, just remember, before you come into the living room, take your shoes off.